The Morning Majlis, talking the stories that are shaping headlines. This is Pulse95. Well, it's been almost a year since the first uh, COVID-19 mass vaccination campaigns started. And one thing we hear a lot about uh, from international organization is the lack of equitable access to the vaccines. They say that the vast majority of those shots have gone to people in rich countries. And there doesn't seem to be a clear path forward towards resolving this disparity. But we've been hearing as well about this new drug, Monopiravir, that is made by Merck, and it's been described as a game changer, uh, a drug that is effective against COVID-19 in a large clinical trial. And people are hoping that this would be the turning point in the pandemic, that a tiny pill, you take it, and it would prevent you from dying or falling severely ill because of COVID-19. It's easy to distribute. The trial results are showing that uh, the drug halved the risk of hospitalization and death among high-risk people early in their infections. Merck has applied for emergency use authorization from the FDA, a decision uh, that is expected to come in early December. But now the question is, are people around the world going to have equitable access to this new Merck pill? Or are we going to have the same story happen again? Well, they're planning this year to produce 10 million treatment courses of the pill, which is taken twice a day for five days and another 20 million next year as well. And in addition to that, its licensing deals with eight Indian drug makers will allow cheaper generic versions for about 109 uh, low and middle income countries, including in Africa. Uh, that's a, a move international groups acknowledge is a positive concession. But um, as wealthy nations, they secure uh, a Molnupiravir uh, supply deals. The U.S. has already locked up about 1.7 million courses with an option for 3.5 million more by Jan of 2023 at about $700 per course. Concerns grow over who might be left out. Yeah, it's, it's it's concerning at the moment as well, and uh, we're we're looking at uh, how they've the company has announced pre- preliminary results earlier this month showing uh, the the drug uh, uh, to cut hospitalizations and deaths by half among patients with early COVID nineteen symptoms, and uh, there's other companies such as Pfizer and uh, Apelli Therapeutics are each studying similar drugs and are expected to report results in the coming few weeks and months so there is a bit of a a focus that a lot of people are now relying and thinking of uh, of pills Uh, but the experts say the pill isn't a replacement for vaccines you still need to get uh, uh, vaccinated and that that's the bottom line at the moment Um, they say the drug will be a frontline solution for those people that end up getting sick but the vaccines are the best shot at the protection from coronavirus. Yeah, and that's the thing, uh, especially if you go to a country that's under-vaccinated, like Ukraine, that's been hit hard by COVID-19, the antiviral pill is not going to do much because you don't have reliable, affordable testing or vaccination. So that limits uh, the power that the drug could have in those countries around the world. Uh, All this means that treatments could remain largely in countries that can pay for early access as they've done with vaccines. So people are a bit cautious about the prospect of this Merck pill being deployed all over the world and everyone having that equitable access to it as well. Uh, Regardless, uh, the countries that have invested heavily in this are betting that this will be a game changer. Uh, The U.S. government (laughs) have bought much of the supply 
uh, of the antiviral remdesivir last year after early research showed it might speed recovery from COVID. Now they're doing the same strategy with Molnopiravir, which is the Merck pill. They have a $1.2 billion agreement. They're going to buy 1.7 million courses of the drug if it receives FDA authorization, which is this is just 20% of what Merck says it can produce this year. Uh, we also have countries like Australia, South Korea, and New Zealand having signed deals as well. So it's going to be pretty interesting how this is going to develop moving forward. In terms of the company itself, Merck has been criticized in the past for selling its HIV drugs at prices unaffordable in Africa. Uh, this time, the companies made uh, different sounding statements. They said we have to widen access early. According to Merck's vice president for global policy, Janelle Krishnamurti, uh, we really have a responsibility that if this drug is found to be safe and effective, we have to make sure that in low and middle income countries where they don't have the strongest healthcare systems, that this would have very wide access. So hopes to that happening. Yep, we'll keep a uh, positive sentiment about it and see how the uh, there is a fair and balanced approach uh, for selling these drugs uh, across the world. And we'll see how uh, d- how long does its uh, hype last for? Because you know there'll be a lot of companies coming up with uh, game changing solutions and uh, and responses to the COVID uh, to the COVID nineteen uh, situation, but. Yeah, overall, we'll keep a close eye on what's going on. But the the biggest, the bigger picture here is to get a lot more people vaccinated and the global vaccine drive to be successful. And that's what uh, the world will continue uh, to focus on. Well, stay with us on the Morning Majlis. Up next, we talk to you about the world of Squid Game. I know everyone's been talking about it, people coming up with cafes and new concepts related to the uh, the hype, much hyped about Squid Game. But have you thought about how much money it might have generated for Netflix, for a show that was rejected many times by producers? Uh, and uh, now we, we have... Uh, couple of million dollars, let's say, uh, that Netflix could have made. Stay with us. This is The Morning Majlis, only on Pulse95.